Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons. But we made it through, and now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires. The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions and worries we have. CalHOPE can help with free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today. CareerBuilder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. 
Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep? Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. The wait is finally over. Fantasy football season is here, and we are back for another season of the I Want Your Flex podcast. Get Mike Harmon on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. It is so great to have you back, and Mike, it is so great to be talking fantasy football again. Well, we're inside a month. Exhibition games are here. We've been watching all of the carnage, the chaos on practice fields, trying to get the updates. A different year, right? Because last year, a lot of uncertainty and curiosities. Still a little of that here as we get ready for 2021. But old faces, new places, a whole new rookie class. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. Let's go. Rookie class is going to be, I I think, a topic we're going to talk about in the next 20 or so minutes because this is what we're going to do for you in advance of the I Want Your Flex season. Mike and I are setting up a couple of preseason episodes. This is the first one of which quarterbacks and tight ends that's what we're going to be talking about we're going to do a running backs one we're going to do a wide receiver one and then we're going to just do a special draft episode leading into the draft to get you ready before the season kicks off as mike said uh, um in now less than a month when we start with quarterbacks mike we have to start at the top but my question is who is at the top when you're looking at quarterbacks in the 2021 season? Yeah, it's it's a difficult proposition and kind of that coin flip. Two guys that got paid when we look at Patrick Mahomes and, and Josh Allen off the jump. Some great stats to, to fire off at folks because the last time you looked at Patrick Mahomes, he was running 497 yards laterally trying to find anything against that Tampa Bay defense in the Super Bowl. Well, a completely retooled offensive line, second year for Edwards Hilaire. You go back, he had a six-game, 300-yard streak uh, in the middle of the season, six games with three TDs or more. That gets you all excited. Josh Allen on the other side, 45 total touchdowns. He did get shut out a couple of times. Yeah, rushing touchdown at one of those, so not fully. But you saw the huge leap in completion rate, and having a guy like Stephon Diggs is going to cure an awful lot of ills. I like the backfield of Singletary and Moss more than most, but I'm looking at that squad. Bring in Emmanuel Sanders. You got Depp. Cole Beasley is a wild card, and we don't need to go deep down the rabbit hole as to why. But you look at, look, if if he's on the field, he's a PPR machine for them, right? Move those chains kind of guy. Uh, But it does add a little bit of a wrinkle and it's something that will be in a lot of these preview talks here at the quarterback position and what the trickle down effect is Uh, but for me since he's still running a bunch and I don't see that going away Josh Allen is still number one for me you know I had that as well and and I follow your rankings as well and I kind of just scribble some notes down Uh, you you are you are the information god when it comes to to fantasy but I tried to do a little outline as well and I just 
I, I may not be as high on the Moss sig- uh, Singletary backfield. It seems like Zach Moss may be having an edge in that, but we won't know until the games really begin. The fact is that Brian Dable stayed in Buffalo. Ken Dorsey's still in Buffalo, and it seems that they're just ready and they were happy with what Josh Allen did a year ago. And then everything you said about the Kansas City Chiefs of, of, of Patrick Mahomes running for his life in the Super Bowl because they didn't have their two starting tackles. They upgraded the offensive line, but I think it also tells you that, that you can't you can't win a championship that way. I know it may seem like they, are, they you can, but I don't think you can win a championship. And I actually think losing the Super Bowl, it refocuses Kansas City. It says, okay, maybe you know we're, we're still going to be a pinball team, but maybe it's not always pinball. Maybe we do need to get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going. We don't want Patrick Mahomes running for his life and, and running off of one foot and, and, and getting dinged up. So for those reasons as well, I think it's – I actually think that uh, we break stuff down in tiers, but when you're talking about who's one and who's two, I really think that these are the only two names. No disrespect to Kyler Murray, no disrespect to Lamar Jackson or any others, but really when it comes down to it, it's either Allen or Mahomes, I think, on most lists. Yeah, I, I think there's really no argument to raise any of those other up in, into this space, right? With Josh Allen, even if there's a regression, say he runs a little bit less, he had a 17 17- touchdown differential between he and Mahomes last year Hmm. right and Mahomes obviously ailing had the injury missed uh, a little time so curiosity of bouncing back because they had their offensive line most of the year right so that was only an issue in in when it really counted right because the regular season is all fun and good yeah for fantasy purposes that's all we care about but really you know a lot made on the offensive line is like well it was an outlier because guys got hurt right at the end. So now with the reconstituted line, they're also still taking a couple of chances on guys coming out of retirement or retooled. So new faces, and in theory, you get to some semblance of what that O-line was for the first part of the season. Uh, but I'm still not expecting pinball numbers because I they're not playing for the end of December, right? The mm-hmm. Chiefs back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, they're only playing for late January. They're not playing for December. So I I don't think they go, hey, we need to roll up 40 points a week. And I I think there's a little more to that offense and some subtleties that come in to where, you know, they'll put up points, but I don't think it's the pinball numbers. I I think it's a wake-up call as well of just of when you put up those numbers – how satisfying is it? Do I, do I think Andy Reid's going to dial back? No. Do I think it's going to be 60-40 uh, pass to run? Probably so. But I, I do think that at times that, that you will look to see them run a little bit more than what you did in the past. And, yeah, you know, Mitchell Schwartz had his, had his injury and was out a while. But once Eric Fisher went out, there was, it was, you know, yep. they were done. And, and, and so I, I, I do think it's a change. I'm high on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire again, second year in a row. I'm Your drinking guy. the Kool-Aid. That'll be at another episode. But, yeah, Allen or Mahomes, I just think that that in a, in a weird way, uh, a little bit more maybe continuity in Buffalo because I think Buffalo is just like we're going to roll the dice and do what we continue to do where maybe the Chiefs have a little bit of a little bit of, of, of you know, a change-up with that. In talking about tiers, because we have tiers, do you think we should make up – I'm just I'm, I'm spitball. This is literally if, if you're listening to this, you are part of a brainstorming activity right now. 
could we do like penthouse? If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A high-rise apartment, uh, floors four through one in the lobby when we're instead of just saying tier one like we'd be like josh allen and, and patrick mahomes are in the penthouse kyler murray nice high-rise apartment overlooking the city and then uh if you have someone like uh, i don't know let's just say uh, whoever's the quarterback for the houston texans they're in the lobby that, that maybe that's what we should try to develop at some point throughout the oh, year I, on I want that. your flex yeah the penthouse i mean because you said that and my eyes got wide going all right where are you going with this dance uh and then you had the deluxe apartment in the sky but i think we'd owe uh the creators of yeah. the jefferson some money uh and then you, you're talking about your efficiencies your lobby your basements all of those things plenty of tears to be had i like it dan i, I like it let's uh, let's workshop that and maybe that's how we do it week to week when we rank players as well I like how your mind immediately went into the gutter. By the way, that was that's that's Mike Harmon. Yeah, I mean, hey, I wear it. I mean, we've got a <laughs> we've got a drop on the, on the show of me saying I'm an ass man. I'm an ass man, and it's true. <laughs> I own it. Oh, oh man, great great stuff. Mahomes and the Chiefs do have a nice schedule this year. I will say that, so that could be mm-hmm. advantage. All right, moving on from Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. What do you have next? Because honestly, I think that there was a time where you went into a draft and you said, you know what, I'll just get my quarterback whenever because there's enough good ones out there. And Allen and Mahomes are at the top. I mentioned a couple of names earlier. uh, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, the MVP, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott. But I'm not too sure um, you can start – you can do that and just say, I'll get my quarterback later. Uh, I, I think it's different this year. I actually think in the field of the NFL, I'm not sure how your thoughts are on it, but if you're in a 12-team league, I just don't think that you can say I can sit there and wait on a quarterback. When you look at the quarterback position as we start to go down the list, how many deep would you feel comfortable when it comes to to being a starting quarterback or having starting quarterbacks? I think I could still get to the back end of those QB1s. There's a several that have questions, right? Because mm-hmm. we're already talking about injury issues affecting, I mean, Dak Prescott, right? We watched it yeah. a year ago. It's like, oh, look at all the numbers. Like, well, they weren't good. Defensively, they were terrible. Zeke certainly wasn't Zeke. And so, you know, you had a short window and then Dak gets hurt. Well, Dak coming back in, you know, we have the Jay Glazer report on the pregame show for the Hall of Fame game talking about, hey, they're working with the Texas Rangers to figure out what's wrong with him. All right, maybe his ankle's fine, but the hell's going on up there, right? Yeah. Uh, is it the Ben DiNucci, Garrett Gilbert show for any length of time during this season? So we talk about trickle-down effects for illness potential, but we also have the look what happens to that offense if he's not there, right? You know, they Ben DiNucci and, and Gilbert are playing backups And they're running for their lives with no semblance of continuity. So a little bit of nervousness, even in that second, you know, or third tier, depending on how you'd look at Dak. Here would be the the tagline for Dallas. Uh, Danucci de-sucks. That's what it would be. (laughs) Whoa! There it is. Laying the hammer down immediately. (laughs) 
but but to your point, right? Let me, I did a little a little bit of the numbers, right? The last three years. Here's your differential between QB one and QB twelve in 2018, 8.4 points per game. Okay, 2019, 9.38 points okay. per game. Last year, 6.9 points per game between QB one and QB twelve. So Ooh. you're in that you're in that range, right? So we're not looking at a, at a huge variance when we go through. Now it's just a matter of picking the right one, right? And and to your point about you know how confident you feel, well, Kyler Murray, okay, fine. I don't know what AJ Green brings to the mix, but he's still going to run the ball. And you've got DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. okay, Isabella, Kirk. You got a pretty good receiving core. Lamar Jackson. He's gone through COVID now twice. Does he have the hat trick? Does that become an issue? I mean, legitimately, if that becomes an issue again, because he missed time last year because of it. But again, you've bolstered your receiving core. You've got a great run game. The offense should be fine, at least on paper. Russell Wilson, your guy, all just a question of play calling. And whether Dwayne Brown gets back to work. Because as yeah. we, as you and I are talking, he's still not part of the mix, which is a problem. And 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 with with those with those three guys, well, I'll I'll just speak specifically on Russell Wilson because there's another quarterback that as well is going to have to put up uh, after uh, not shutting up this off season, and I think it's it's Russell Wilson's opportunity to do it as well, where he needs to put up or shut up when it comes to. Uh, asking what he asking for what he wants and then delivering, and Seattle did deliver uh, what he wanted. You know, having input in the offensive coordinator, a new run game coordinator for that offense as well. Uh, Gerald Everett comes in from the Rams, knowing the offense because that's where your coaching staff came from. The your your you had three draft picks. Your second round pick, the first one that you had, was a wide receiver because you didn't have a lot of depth at that point. There's he got a lot of what he wanted, mm-hmm. and he wanted some line help, so then they bring in Gabe Jackson. So everything is set up for Russell Wilson. I am higher on him of being the quarterback that he was the first half of last year as opposed to being the second half of last year because I think everything is there for him, and I think Pete Carroll kind of gave in. Now it's just the question of can A, Russell do it, and if they get to midseason and the defense is leaking again, can Pete Carroll stand to continue to play like that? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Obviously, you've got two weapons that give you the baseline. You're hopeful that the run game, those guys can stay healthy, right? I mean, it's there yes. on paper, but – you know, when you you look at depth and guys that we've been waiting on, can you get a full season? And that's a big question mark. Uh, and then you start going further down, talking about that one through twelve and confidence. All right, Aaron Rodgers throwing balls into a bag and bucket and whatever in training camp. Talked through all his intermediaries. I never thought he was leaving. He's back. So the bottle of champagne I had as a Chicago kid, thinking that the Favre Rodgers. <laughs> three decades of terror were over will remain with its cork on in the corner at least for another year uh justin herbert i would expect a little bit of a regression why just because they'll get a little more balance assuming eckler stays healthy but you've got an aggressive coordinator and an aggressive head coach i I think they're still going to push the envelope keep on going down when you get down into that 10 to 12 well jalen hurts there's 
rumors that they want to trade to get him <laughs> deposed already. Yeah. Right? You keep hearing that. So how much stock and confidence can I draft him even if I like his the running implementation and, and some of what he can do athletically? Matthew Stafford with the Rams, you know, it's a question of do you buy into Matthew Stafford? with Sean McVay as being the elixir to becoming a weekly stud, or is it just an aggregation at the end? Because we need that consistency, right? Because that's one of the big things when we're talking about fantasy is total points is great, but we're not doing, you know, shout out to the late Ron Popeil, set it and forget it in week one, and then I go walk away for 17 weeks and come back and look at what the final stats are. Because Stafford is a guy that you have that variance that'll drive you nuts. And all the reports out of Joe Burrow, and he's even admitted, psychologically he's not there yet mm-hmm. in terms of trusting his leg, trusting everything working around him. I'm, I made a top 15. And okay. again, I, I'm suggesting I'm suggesting that you listen to Mike. I, do, I try to sprinkle in stuff that I think and will throw in my opinions. But... I didn't put Joe Burrow in my top 15 because when Tyler Boyd says he looks pretty good, the knee's a little iffy. What? Um, What? I mean, it just, what? Like there's, there's a lot of questions there. We don't know necessarily if the offensive line is shored up, It just, it's, it's scared. It scared me um, in putting him there. Are they going to be, a better football team, yeah. They're still going to be a not good football team, yeah. They're going to be opportunities to throw the ball, yeah. But with all that, I just there, there there are so many guys actually between nine and fifteen and sixteen that I think are are movable. And I don't know if you went down in your order, Mike, but I had Kyler Murray third, I had Lamar Jackson fourth, and Russell Wilson fifth. I had Aaron Rodgers sixth, and Dak Prescott seventh, and Justin Herbert eighth. And it's at that point. I stopped feeling comfortable. So, like, when we talk about 12-team leagues, yeah, you know, Matt Ryan has got a new head coach there. Arthur Smith turned, uh, you know, turned Ryan Tannehill around. But did Matt's, Matt Ryan need, you know, turning around? And now there's no Julio Jones? Like, those are, like, those are the questions. Yeah. Matthew Stafford? I think the Rams are more of a defensive team, actually. Um, so the numbers that he maybe put up with the Lions, they're going to get better play at quarterback for the Rams. But what are the Rams' real goals? Tom Brady in it for 40 touchdowns again? I, I don't know. You know like, like, so that so that's why, like, in that 9 through 15 range, like, I've, I've, I've got rankings and i got guys where it's some spot. But for me, it cut off at 8 with Herbert. And that's what I'm just saying. In a 12-team league, maybe be a little bit more careful on, on, on where you are and just, you know, foregoing that I'll just get a quarterback later. Because I just don't think – yeah, you know, you know, if you don't have Allen or Mahomes, it's one thing. But I just don't think you can plug a guy in and maybe – I think you're going to be at a disadvantage, let me just say, if you don't have one of those top eight guys. Well, I think it comes back to the – now you've put yourself in a position where you're actually having to evaluate your quarterback position every week. Because yeah. you probably are coming back for your backup much earlier, right? So if I draft Matthew Stafford, if I draft – Joe Burrow, and just using those two as examples, I'm probably coming back for Tua or Baker or Mm -hmm. Roethlisberger or whoever it is. Pick your poison down there. I think to your point of those eight, I feel pretty comfortable with Tannehill at this point. Again, adding Julio Jones, yeah, right with AJ Brown. When you they lose Jonu Smith, that'll be huge. So Ferkser is a guy that you put a star on as maybe a later pickup. But with Derrick Henry still running the ball. 
and again, assuming that he's got another 300-plus carries in him, that you've got an offense that should still be able to to move the ball. And I think I, I'm, I've seen enough from Tannehill. Brady, again, while it won't be 40, I don't think, because I think we'll – We'll talk more about their run game and the split workload there. But you still know from a baseline on a week-to-week basis, he's likely not getting skunked. Some of these other guys, I don't know that that's the case on a week-to-week basis going back to the consistency. And, and, you know, I'd I'd be more likely – with some of the names that we've mentioned here. And I'm looking at my rankings versus consensus and trying to across the industry and and trying to merge the two to try to give you the best breadth of information as I can, folks. Uh, You know, is I'd be more likely, I think, to roll the dice on Trevor Lawrence at that point than I think several of those names. Because when I look at Chenault, when I, I look at DJ Chark, when I look at, you know, what you've assembled in that receiving core, you know, that I think there's more of an opportunity, right, bringing in Marvin Jones, that you've got guys with Laquan Treadwell, talking with Bucky Brooks a little bit, who's been working down in Jacksonville, right, and is one of their their commentators for their preseason. It's a name he brought up to me going, take a look. If the kid can figure it out – I mean, it's a former first-round pick – that's still trying to find his way, but we're just talking about the depth. Add our guys, James Robinson, because I know you're on board with me there, and Travis Etienne. You got an offense in a division that's kind of in a in a weird spot. They may be able to come in and perform right away. And Trevor Lawrence is the one rookie nobody's had anything to say about. We've yeah. been speculating the hell out of New England and Chicago and San Francisco as to what's going to happen. Trevor Lawrence is just getting to go to work. We're at the point in the preseason, Dan. We're we're not even wasting breath on Tebow. Yeah, I I really I know I I, re- I really like Trevor Lawrence. He he didn't make my top fifteen, but he was going to make the top fifteen. And then I said, oh, I got to put this guy in there. So then he dropped out. You know, one of those where you're who looking replaced you're him? Like, who replaced him? Um, I I. Go this ahead. Is gonna, Say uh, it. You ready? You ready? Say it. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's who it was. I'm all good with that. I, 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 I really like – so when we're talking about what we've got, I said I think that there's top eight. You have a, you have, you think there's, what, 12, 12 guys that are worth I, I can go to, go to 10 or 11 pretty, okay. pretty easily, yeah. Fair, fair enough. I, you know, I had Kirk Cousins at 13. Um, I, he scares me, Dan. I know, I, I know we don't want to make this a, a COVID – like people try to avoid COVID conversations. That's my, and that's on radio, we don't do it a ton. But that's the pause. It's the obvious pause. Did, he didn't get it this point, right? He was a close contact. But it's still hanging out there. That what if he gets it and has to miss – the fantasy playoffs. What if he gets it and has to miss two to three weeks? And that's where you put the proverbial eggs, which is why if you're an Adam Thielen or Justin Jefferson owner or you're eyeballing them in different tiers, you're maybe coming a little more trepidatious wondering, you know, is Kellen Mond going to be ready to come in? Can I, can I ask a serious question? Do you think Kirk Cousins during player introductions will be uh, driven in on the Pope mobile? With the plexiglass around him. <laughs> That's well done. It's well done. That'd be great. You hear the for a quarterback, and then he just drives in in that box and stands and waves to everybody. Uh, that, that I put Kirk Cousins 13 just because they have too many guys to not put him 
Yeah, Justin Jefferson, Thielen you talked about. Irv Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there, there's – Dalvin Cook. And Madison, when he has to spell Cook. I mean, there's there's opportunities. But it's one of those that, yeah, there, there's going to be some anxious moments, I suspect, during the year. Let's Let's wrap this up with your rankings. So I kind of just gave you my outline, but if you if you did, and if you had to put a quarterback or a number of quarterbacks in the penthouse, who would be in that penthouse? In the penthouse, if uh, we'll, we'll do it like well, we normally do it. Do we want a Rushmore or do you want a five? <laughs> what do I want a Rushmore or a what? Or, or the top five? I mean, you know, I, yeah. I'm building something called the Metal Stand, something you and I have talked about a while. Sure, uh, sure, and, and that'll that'll debut here shortly because that's going to be a fun uh, debate and for you know, people to yell at me. You know what but, we'll do? This is what we'll do. Give me your top five. And then I'm going to do – we'll do our Mortal Kombat showdowns between two guys. I'll have three Mortal Kombat showdowns, and you tell me who you like, okay? Okay. I, I, I love that. All right. So I've got Allen, then Mahomes, Russell Wilson coming in at number three, followed by Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, Lamar Jackson does not make it because of – because the third time's going to be the charm. More so the – I think he's going to run less at the goal okay. line. I think you're going to see more of J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards that while it's not a we have to protect Lamar and we're going to change the way we call a game, there is there is something to the idea of at some point someone else has taken that punishment at the goal line. So I think there's a recession a little bit in his run totals because if he's passing the ball more, my my bonus points that I've been getting off of rushing yards and rushing touchdowns is going to take a little bit of a hit. And if I'm going to assume that the passing game's better with all the the moves they made, because I'm high on Bateman, that I think the rushing efforts of Lamar Jackson take a hit. All right, here are your Mortal Kombat showdowns. We'll go with two old guys, and both with the first name Matt. Matt Ryan or Matthew Stafford? Punt. No, Stafford. Stafford would get the I edge am not there. a Ryan guy. Okay. Well, I think I, I, I think it, perfect segue. Uh, I think I know who your answer is. Ryan Tannehill or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I'm, a t- I'm Tannehill. I, you know, the former wide receiver has found his stride, and I like his uh, chances in that division this year to put up some points. All right, and then old versus young. Not that young, though, but pretty young. Tom Brady or Jalen Hurts? Brady by a mile. Brady I don't think Jalen Hurts keeps the job. Really? Hmm. I don't know if you could trade for Deshaun Watson. Oh, even and if you backups- don't. What's that? Even if you don't, I I just I I, you think I didn't Joe like Flacco what I saw. Joe Flacco is going to start. Joe Flacco's elite, Dan Byer. <laughs> you know it. No, <laughs> I, I I don't know that the quarterback to finish the season is on the roster. I I just don't know that this team. I don't I don't think they're very good. But receiving wise, I mean Devontae Smith already on the show. What else do you have? I don't think Jalen Hurts is gonna gonna be able to outside of maybe giving you some points with his legs. Like you, we talk about growth from year one to year two. Mm-hmm. He was terrible throwing the football last year, and you could talk about the problems on the offensive line that are part of it. He was just grossly inaccurate. So unless there's some tremendous growth there, I, I I'm curious when you're talking about trading for guys. Like I get it, it's Deshaun Watson, but it's not like you drafted Jalen Hurts in the sixth round. 
okay? When you're already ready to say, oh, yeah, rumors all over the place. He's out. It, it, look, he'll have better uh, maybe intestinal fortitude dealing with such scuttlebutt than Carson Wentz did, but I still have a vote of no confidence. Give me Tom Brady in his recovery pajamas all day long. Would you take Tom Brady or Justin Herbert? Herbert. Yeah, I think so as well. There's a bit of a quarterback preview. Things can always change in the National Football League, and if they do, you'll want to turn it, tune into I Want Your Flex. We will keep you up to date to, for all of the latest news. We shift to what I think now is the quarterback's best friend. No, not a running game, not a great offensive line, but the tight end position. And the tight end position is one, Mike, that I think that you look at, and for years and years, you're, you know that there's usually a, a top guy there. Gronk had it for so long. Now Travis Kelsey's the guy. But it's all of the movement underneath. And I think that we've seen some movement uh, maybe directly underneath Travis Kelsey. There are, there's new blood getting into the NFL. I also will say that there was a guy last year that I didn't dog, I wasn't a fan of, that now I've become a fan of this year. So the tight end position is one that is ever-changing in fantasy. But do we agree that the top stays the same with Travis Kelsey, number one? No question about it. He is the leader, t- tight end one. I mean, you look at over 207 points last year, and that was 50 points higher than the top spot a year prior, right? Sure. And going back to 2018, you're, you're still talking about a 20-point difference in terms of growth. So the opportunity is there. And always the, the great safety valve for young and old quarterbacks – but when you got a guy who's such a mismatch like Kelsey, because, look, teams still have to work on those burners, right? And they're expecting more from me, Cole Hardman, Tyreek Hill, still doing his thing, and your guy, Edwards Hilaire, out of the backfield. It's a pick-your-poison, which means a lot of one-on-one coverage against Kelsey, which he's going to dominate. I, I honestly think there is maybe one wide receiver I would take over Travis Kelsey in an overall draft. And now that Rodgers is there, it would be Devontae Adams. But just Stephon Diggs may outscore him. Maybe teammate Tyreek Hill outscores him. But, again, it's the the gap and what you can get at wide receiver later on. Uh, I just – yeah, that, we don't have to spend a lot of time on Travis Kelsey, but maybe that's the conversation of just where you take him overall in a draft as opposed to how we compare him to other tight Yeah, ends. I think you're – If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick – and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, with with comparing him in that era, and, and I, I'm in the middle of a draft as you and I record this, and and I, I debated Kelsey heavily, and then I ended up taking Stephon Diggs, thinking Kelsey might get to me on the back because I was at the end of round one. Well, he goes immediately thereafter. Uh, but you're, you're looking at, at a guy that the separation is stark, you know, doing the same thing as, as I did with the quarterbacks, looking at the difference between your first tight end and the 12th. He scored over 207 points. Tight end 12 was at 90. Go back to 2019. Tight end one was 157 points. Tight end 12, 76. So the drop-off is just stark, and obviously yeah. injuries play a role here, right, because you're going – 
not that we have all guys that are willing to engage in the blocking game, and I know that's the source of much consternation because the defenders of players will immediately pick out, see, block there. And I know we've had some of that even on the network, fights about whether a guy's fully engaged or not. But the differential between tight end one and tight end 12, 7.3 last year, only five points the year before per game. They say to truly understand someone, you must walk a mile in their shoes. Well, at Lexus, we designed the ES with you in mind every step of the way. From class-leading legroom to positioning the touchscreen four inches closer. Everything in the Lexus ES, a direct reflection of you. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. 2022 ES versus 2021-2022 competitors. Information from manufacturers' websites as of 5-3-2021. Um, I've actually got some uh, sad news to pass along. My idea of ranking guys in penthouses and lobbies uh, is dead. I realized it's a dumb idea, Mike. Why? I think I'm going to confuse more people than actually help them. Or I like it. Penthouses, <laughs> deluxe apartments, dumpsters. <laughs> the 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 skyrise idea for fantasy football was 22 minutes old. Rest in yeah, peace. Yeah, but we might be able to get some sponsor of high-rises or casinos. <laughs> we could. We could. Or some lobby somewhere can uh, can sponsor us as well. Why not? Travis Kelsey, by the way, would have the penthouse probably to himself. Oh, yeah. But, but when we look under that, when we look uh, at who else is there, Darren Waller seems to be the guy that is uh, elevated to the number two spot, not only just with his performance, but I also would think with the health. Yeah. And, and I honestly, I the 49ers, depending on what happens uh, with their quarterback situation, uh, one that, by the way, we did not talk about much during the quarterbacks, just uh, I, I well, think. Well, it's for a chance fantasy. for it here because. Sure. It's 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 Jermaine, and I know you're a Trey Lance guy. Yeah, I, I I think that he'll be the starter week one, and I just don't believe a lot of what what you know Kyle Shanahan is, is saying. But I also actually like the weapons around Kittle as well, with Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk's getting rave reviews. Mm-hmm. You have Raheem Mostert still there. You drafted Trey Sermon. You know they're going to run the ball. Um, so, so there are miles to feed in San Francisco, and I'm not sure how many there are in Las Vegas, at least through the air. Um, and so, so I, I, I like Waller for a lot of reasons over George Kittle this season. Yeah, I mean Kittle coming back off the injury, so you've got the little bit of extra risk there. Um, not to denigrate any of the the efforts of Darren Waller, but you see more more highlights of George Kittle getting in skirmishes and taking big hits and and trying to fight through. And and perhaps that's just, you know, what's picked out of a highlight reel. But sure. the reality being that you've you've got a guy that has you know, he's got a big injury that he's coming back from. And you've got the a little bit of uncertainty. Like Garoppolo's a winner, but he's not throwing the ball all over the place. Trey Lance comes in and whether it just at the outset, it's one of those hybrid New Orleans splits, or if, if Lance just wins the job, well, the tight end becomes a bigger factor. But uh, to your point about the Raiders, you've got speed on the outside. It's just a matter of how often do you expect Derek Carr to unload. You don't, right? And he did it more in 2020, but Waller's target count was just through the roof. 
mm-hmm. and there, there's no expectation that that would change. Like he is far and away your WR one at the tight end position. Yeah, and and his we talk about Kittle, and you could talk about Kittle's touchdown numbers, which are fickle. That was the knock on Waller entering last season. Then he scores nine times. Granted, eight of those were against the Jets in that one game. But no, I'm kidding. Um, but Jet Joe. Remember, the Jets could have had that game. Uh, one of our great memories from 2020. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like Waller number two. How do you break down the tight ends uh, rankings wise one through five to start this season? Gimme Kelsey off the jump. Waller's got to be two. Uh, then you start getting into the fights with the young guys. I, I think Kittle still wins out at three, but I'm not as strong on that as perhaps I might have been in the past. Like you said, if Trey Lance comes in, maybe it's a little different. Maybe you can utilize those speed receivers a bit more and more mm-hmm. of Mostert in motion that they can, they can get something hooked up there. Uh, but then you start getting into the young guys uh, right away when you start looking at the expectations for TJ Hawkinson. Part of the idea of Anthony Lynn is running your offense in Detroit, which means you're going to run the ball or try to, and you're going to have short and intermediate passes with Jared Goff. He's not going to throw the ball deep with great regularity you've changed out your personnel but i think hawkinson's a guy that's on the come and no i'm not trying to curry any favor with any of our iowa loving technical producers uh running around the hallways of box sports why, radio why, is noah fant next is that uh is that <laughs> no he doesn't get there you know he's interesting though he does crack the top 10 yeah because the opportunities are there yeah, I had him. I had him in the top ten as well. But no, not not quite to that level. Uh, I would look at uh, Higby perhaps coming in at, at that number five slot then behind Hawkinson. Kyle Pitts is interesting, but I'm I'm not a Matt Ryan guy, and I'm curious to see how Pitts is used. Like, seems like he's the yeah. default number two to Ridley now, but historically you've had some variance as to how the tight end's been used with Matt Ryan through the years. And then Mark Andrews, I can't trust him staying healthy. I, You know, the, the Kyle Pitts thing, I think he is going to be overdrafted. I agree. I think that there are people that are going to fall in love and think, oh, he's, you know, the young guy. Let's get, let's get him, draft him early. When there are guys, even – even if it's Mark Andrews or TJ Hawkinson or Logan Thomas in Washington, which is why he was the I, next I like, guy I was going to throw up. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I like you know like those guys, those guys. I'm I'm happier with um, at the spot that I get them as opposed to using the value that I think Kyle Pitts is going to be selected at. If that yeah, makes any and sense. and then you go a little bit deeper, right? We start going into those next tiers, and, and it gets a little bit messy because th- you've seen some greatness from Goddard, but some injuries, mm-hmm. right? We look. You mentioned Logan Thomas. He's a guy that you hang a star on. Like Robert Tanyan is the double-digit touchdown total and aberration. Yes. Right, how much regression yeah, think, yeah. is there, right? When we look at how deep that receiving core is, and the expectations therein. Uh, Adam Troutman in New Orleans is interesting. Again, depending on how that offense sets up, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas being out for some considerable uh, amount of the start of the season, and you really don't have a go-to guy. Uh, you've, you've got a couple of receivers trying to make their names, but nobody sure and steady, and if it's Taysom Hill, then we go back to the safety valve 
feature of a tight end becoming a, a huge target. Likewise, Gasicki in Miami, I had huge expectations for him last year. Now expecting more out of Tua and what that offense has become, perhaps he's a guy that you can get at a little bit of a value play. The uh, you know, I mentioned Logan Thomas, the Dallas Goddard. You have reservations about Hertz. That's you know a whole wild card. I noticed Evan Ingram was not mentioned in any of this. Are we ready to punt on the hope of Evan Ingram of the New York Giants? Yes, <laughs> that is that is the case. I have to I, just too much inconsistency. Yeah. Part of that goes back to Daniel Jones. I also think if the offense is working, there's too many mouths to feed now. Sure. That he yeah. won't he won't necessarily have the target count. He might have more quality chances, but when you start looking at adding as they did to the wide receiving core, and if Bar- Saquon Barkley's healthy, see that's a lot of ifs. I don't like operating in a lot mm-hmm. of ifs. And with the Giants offense, I feel that's really how I have to preface everything related to that squad. If Bark because if Barkley's not ready, look at the rest of their depth chart. It's a collection of cast-offs. Sorry, Devontae Booker. Booker. He's your number two. Right? Are you running the ball 20 times with Devontae Booker? No. Are you getting the balance that you would like in terms of being able to run the play action because they're worried about Devontae Booker? No. So that goes away. You brought in Tony. You've got, you know, guys on the outside. You brought in Galladay. You still have Darius Slayton. There's a lot of mouths to feed. And Daniel Jones is still your trigger man. While I would hope for him that he has the breakthrough, I can't risk grabbing any of those component parts unless I'm getting them at a value point. All right, so we had Kelsey 1, Waller 2, Kittle 3, Hawkinson 4. Yes. And 5 I was... I grabbed Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby was at 5. All right, let's do a couple of Mortal Kombat showdowns when it comes to tight ends. Let's yes. bring in Logan Thomas, and let's have him go up against that Iowa Hawkeye of Noah Fanton, Denver. Who do you like? I'll take Logan Thomas, assuming that the neck beard can keep under center, right? I'm not trusting what I see mm-hmm. in Den- Denver because if Denver's working, he's again becomes like the third or fourth option, right? Noah Fant last year, fine opportunities he left some on the field as well, but now you get Cortland Sutton back. Now you're looking at more a better depth in that wide receiving core. I don't know that he gets the number of targets that he did a year ago. What about? Janu Smith, by the way, something to watch. Hunter Henry hurt again. Yes. Dinged up. Something to watch at least throughout. But if you're interested in a guy like Janu Smith, him or Dallas Goddard. This is why we pay you the big bucks to yeah, make Yeah, no, that's decisions. right. Yeah. Uh, I will look to, I, I think, Janu Smith. Imagine losing sleep over the Goddard Janu Smith. No, I, I, and I do because I'm. It's now going to vex me for the next twenty weeks, uh, as we're here on the I Want Your Flex podcast and all the work I do uh, on Fox Sports Radio, the swollen dome handle. I'll take the derision. Uh, I think Janu Smith's just a different cat, right? More a wide receiver potential if they use him uh, similarly to how they did in Tennessee. And Hunter Henry already being injured, as much as I liked the signing, there was the, all right, Johnny Smith's still going to be ahead of him in, in, yeah. my, in my counts. And I'll trust that Belichick, two years removed from Brady with a regular training camp, 
whether it's Cam Newton for a while, then Mac Jones, whomever, that Jonu Smith will find his numbers. All right, final one. Gesicki against Irv Smith Jr. Oh, you know how much I love me some Irv Smith Jr., but I'm going to take Gesicki. There it is. Yeah. I, 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 by the way, I wouldn't draft Gronk. No. He's a – if I'm in an auction draft with big rosters and I can get him for a dollar, I'll roll the dice. But otherwise, yeah, it's, it's week to week you're not playing him. Right? He's a – break glass in case of emergency type player because look at tampa last year look at all the mouths you have to feed yeah yeah it's if it's a super bowl play them but if it's a regular <laughs> season game well played don't, don't worry about it i do like gerald everett in seattle um mm-hmm. as well just he's he's, he's under ranked i think yeah I, I i think so as well there it is your quarterback in tight end preview. Any any final thoughts, Mike Harmon, as we wrap up episode one of season two of the I Want Your Flex podcast? Well, I feel like we're just getting uh, rounded back into shape. Uh, you and I have done a couple of shows on the network, so the witty repartee and, and back and forth. You know, it's, it's going to take a little bit. To, to get back to our, you know, A++ status and all the pop culture references and 1980s players and, and color schemes that we do. Uh, but for the quarterback position, don't be afraid to go get one. I think is the is, as you alluded to, saying, hey, there's eight guys I trust. While I may have expanded that list a little bit, it gets pretty hazy really fast. Yeah. So the I'm going to wait till round nine or round ten – unless you're willing to then draft your next quarterback really fast. And then every week you're going to vex yourself with trying to pick your poison and playing opponents. And I think that gets, that starts distracting you from the real work of your RB twos and your WR threes. Yeah. And you get yourself into a uh, quandary each week and overthinking it. And then uh, it's going to take some of the fun out of the game. And, and you may have to take more incoming calls and, and texts from your friends about how you screwed up. So uh, do, the, do your best, uh, you know, as we celebrate uh, the return of football to make life as easy on yourself as you can. I'm going to make a couple of words of advice and then leave you with a, a final message. First of all, do draft prep because if you love the draft and if you love fantasy football, it's why you're listening to this and you probably love the draft as well. But the draft just isn't a one-night, 90-minute affair with your buddies online. Prepping for your draft, doing mock draft simulations on various sites, putting together your own rankings and trying to guess maybe how a draft could go. I know a lot of leagues don't have their orders set up maybe until 90 minutes before Mm -hmm. the draft, but other leagues you already know where you're picking. Do that stuff. Have fun with that. That's what, what it's all about. And I can promise you this. There are going to be worse ideas that I give on the podcast than my Skyrise one. So you'll want to tune in to hear how bad they are throughout the season. That one lasted 22 minutes. Again, RIP to that idea. Why did you abandon it, Dan? There are many more. I love it. There are many more bad ideas where that came from, and you can hear them throughout this 2021 season. Uh, this is going to be fun, Mike. Can't wait to do uh, wide receivers and running backs and uh, and our draft preview. It's, uh, it, it is almost here, but still a little bit of time, but I'm looking forward to oh, it. Oh, it's so much, so much information starting to flow through from each practice, 
I've got tickets for a few games here in Los Angeles, Dan. So there's going to be a couple of episodes where I'm going to sound like Super Dave Osborne. <laughs> Rest in peace. God bless there. Uh, but it, it's just I'm thrilled to have it back and start playing with numbers again. I've got notebooks and spreadsheets all over the damn place. Welcome Get back, me. football. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can always reach me at Dan Byer on Fox. All right, we're one in. We're going to hit up wide receivers and running backs in the future. And again, we'll have our draft preview before the regular season begins. Uh, reach out to us if we need. If you need, we are here for you. Can't wait to do it again. Talk to you soon. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official channel. 
Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.